All right, we left off at casual friend last week. That was all sad note. That's all. I want to bring clarity. I want us and not for us to be deceived when it comes to the word. God takes into account how you speak to each other. What's in your heart? He takes account of. We have no fear. Okay. All right. We left off last week. We was in close friendship, right? Was that's the third level close friendship, right? I say one of the things you want to build in relationship. See, what I just gave y'all is going to help us in our relationship. Yeah? All right. Because at some point, you might have to restore your friend. But you need to know how and what scripture to go to. What does it really mean? What's bindable and what's loosable? He's saying what's just. In heaven, it's just on earth. He's just saying that's what's just. Amen? And justice is not bound in heaven. It's loose. But it can be bound on earth. Oh, my God. If you would just be obedient. That's what he's saying. Y'all getting it? Okay. All right. Y'all say, keep it moving. We're talking about acquaintances. We talked about that. We talked about casual friendship right then we move into third level which is close friendship right that's when you fellowship that's when you actually begin to fellowship with each other and i told you one of the things um so when you're another thing is when you establish friendships with people you discuss your hopes your dreams and i said you're building meaningful relationships then see we're supposed to be building the world is supposed to see us build these relationships so much so that it would just invite them they just want to come in to what y'all have i know you're going through this and you're going through that but how are you still smiling i know they gave you uh, the vertical cancer but you're still working out i'm just saying how do you do that see but you got to be able to build relationship this affliction is temporary see y'all don't understand he said i'll put no more on you than you can bear so i know what you can bear and that heavy weight is is presenting a glory to God that you can't understand. See, this is what we don't understand. <laughs> Woo! So he might give someone this or allow that to happen, but not you. Because you can't bear it. Because your character <laughs> is not established yet. Okay. You want to build a relationship on how you can help a person, listen, with their life. That's, good. that's not our approach. Right. I'm sure that's how God, the word, did with us. He want to build a relationship with me because he, he knows he can give me eternal life. Hello? Yeah. Right. Oh, man. Good gosh. Here we go. That was a level. That was then a close friend. Okay. It's one I said, you have fellowship with. You can't fellowship with an acquaintance, and you can't fellowship with a casual friend, right? Y'all remember that last week? Okay, so I can kind of jump from there, right? Okay. Ah, okay. In a close relationship, you spend time with that person, talking about goals and desires. Do do y'all know, do anybody got a desire? It fuels your passion. 
See, a lot of us, we don't have desire. We don't have desire. We, we got a little bit of get up and go and know-how, but no real desire. Because the desire, I, I told you, when it came to deliverance, see, some people want to be delivered, but they have no desire to be delivered. <laughs> the desire, you don't quit. And you have to participate in your own deliverance. That means it's a daily crucifying of your flesh and the thoughts in the mind and in, in, in your flesh. You got to daily bring those thoughts into captivity. Folks come up to the altar and, they, you know, the demon already left. Because it has to leave in the name of Jesus. But you still holding on. You don't want that pain of that habit. That tearing away. I still want to do it. Then you don't know how to cast it down because you have no desire. Your will now is overtaking you because I've in part. Listen, I've also downloaded from my conscious to my subconscious that sin. And now that sin that I so easy. That sin that so easily. See there. You got to say if you can't say it. Now, it's there. It's in yourself. Now, it's part of your natural behavior. Wow. Uh, yep, character flow. So deliverance is from God. It's, 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 it's available. But if you have no desire to be delivered, they think it's a one-time event. Well, he said when that demon leaves that house, he's going to come back to see if it's swept. So it can't be a one-time event. And you said it right. What you, what you allow comes in. I mean, what you yield to operates through you. Oh, man, stay away from sin. <laughs> the very appearance of sin. Stay away from it. And you can walk in your righteousness. I told y'all, Abraham won't righteous. He was made Right. It was accounted. It was accounted to him. It was accredited to him. He won't. And the same with you. He's the father of what? Faith now. Okay. Woo. Sealed with the Holy Spirit. Y'all know seal also means mark. Doesn't just mean I'm sealed like, you know, a vacuum thing. It's a mark that's on you. I'm sealed with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Ah. You know, like the king used to put the wax and put a seal on that? All right. It's sealed. Okay. Y'all got it, right? All right. Woo. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I told you last week, a casual friend can progress to a close friendship. And that would be based on, I said, maturity, right? Goals, friendship, and similar, similar goals that you have together. All right. Here we go. Oh, here we go. We're going to catch it up now. All right. In close friendship, you spend time with that person, right? Mm-hmm. You spend time talking about their goals and their desires. This is what you call close friendship. Some of y'all not there. And how can I help you? That's what they ask. A close friends ask you this. How can I help you achieve? How can I help you achieve your goals? Oh, wait a minute. It's not about me right now. How can I help you? 
I'm talking about close friendship right now. It's much deeper than a relationship than a casual friend. This is still talking about, I'm still not, I'm not getting to marriage to somebody yet, right? All right? This is just a close friendship, fellowship, sharing similar values and ideas and worldviews. You know, you talk about other things. <sighs> you can't have a close friend with someone who doesn't share your values. You can't have a friendship with someone, a close friend. And they don't share your values. Like, you got values of abstinence and purity. And they don't. <laughs> Y'all want me to say that again? You can't have a close friend with someone who doesn't share your values. What are your values? Hmm? Your values, you value abstinence. I'm waiting for my husband. I'm waiting for my wife. All right. Purity. And they don't. If we are close friends, we value the same things. Oh, this is a good one right now. If we're close friends, we value the same things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got young couples and they be, you know, they be like, you know, can we get together? You know, I don't want to use them slang words. Uh, mm -hmm. you won't get together you won't have relations okay and you won't do it because you have the same values friends who are friends who are close have common values and ideas and standards they hold each other oh, accountable mm -mm -mm. they don't get mad okay our ideas are similar about, listen, God, money, families, sex. You begin to connect on the idea level. Okay. That's a close friend. Now, they can be viewed as a potential mate now. Of course, y'all know I'm talking about male, female. But you can have male. Amen. I got you. No, I'm talking about. Male and female. I ain't talking about, I'm talking male and female, God's order. But you can have, this can do, you know, before you're talking about mate, before that, put the, put the little bridge there. I'm talking about, if it's two women, they're good friends, and two men are good friends. That's right. Just like, it's just like Jonathan and um, David. All right. I'm going to make sure, I'm going to make sure, because today you got you to gotta make it plain today. I'm not that type of pastor. I ain't going to be saying that. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. No. No. And I'm not afraid. All right. What's right is what's right. See, you haven't found, you got to, you know, when you have something you truly believe in, it's worth dying for. We ain't found nothing that's worth dying for. I'm, the, the gospel is worth dying for. It's dying. No, but most people don't. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No. No, we can get into a whole lot of things on that one. Now, you can view that person as a male and female. That's in that particular situation as a mate now. All right. Believe the same thing. They have the same goals. Oh, watch this. And they have the same interests. Okay. And we have similar destinies. We don't have to be the exact same, but similar. We go in the same direction. All right. Okay. All right. We can probably go for it now. That's what you can say. I can probably go for it now. Yes. He or she, yeah, I can probably go for it now. All right. Now listen to this. Things are lining up well. I just have to give the, I, I, I'm just going to give you the checklist. 
Now check it out. If you see different ideas, if you see different goals, if you see different values, if you see different interests, this is probably not a good match for you. Okay. This is probably not a good match for you. They might look good, smell good, mm -hmm, have money, but their ideas, but their ideas, their values, their goals, and their interests are different. See, this is why we have a lot of marriages the way they are, because it was not established on the right foundation on what I just gave you, ideas, goals, values, and interests. It went straight to the physical. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's true. Oh, I ain't afraid. I, mine was like that at first. I won't save. I don't mind talking about me. Mine's won't like that. God do a quick work. I got saved at 38. I'll be 55 on Tuesday. Oh, God can, you see, you see what happens when you, when you hook up with the wrong person, but you see what happens when you hook up with the right person, my purpose? Oh, y'all ain't ready. Y'all not ready. Y'all not ready. This is another problem. You value, this is what happens. You value going to church, and they value staying home. We don't have the same value system about God. See, our approach is all wrong when we come to our mates or friends. You can be friends, you know, you know, you got your friend, you don't like to come to church. Well, I like to go to church. We got a problem already from the jump. We got a problem from the jump. Okay, okay. All right. You angry. The Bible said don't even eat with the angry man. In Proverbs. You married an angry man. See there? See, and this is why I say, mm -mm, y'all don't, as a pastor, I'll be like, no, stay right there. Let's get this fixed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm never going to agree unless it's abusive or somebody's life's in danger. But it's just because you got an attitude. <laughs> we got a problem. You talking about you on the board? Okay, here we go. I got a question. What's going to happen when you get married? This person, they got these all these issues and things you that you don't agree with. That marriage is in trouble from the beginning. You have different locations of worship. You like to come to church, they like to worship at home. Mm. Okay. <laughs> this is what they're saying. I'm tired of you leaving me here at home on Tuesday night at 630. I'm tired of you doing that. You didn't check the value and ideas and you... Mm-mm. You didn't check that list I gave y'all. Okay. I gave y'all a list. Let me get to you again. Ideas, goals, values, and interests. Okay. If y'all don't have the same, 
You can't build on that if it's different. And then you bring kids in the fact you're going to have another problem. Okay. If you really love, if you really love that person and they have children, see, because you simply love them, you love what's attached to them. There's no separation. Your kids, my kids. That's the reality that we're in now. I know that because I've been in there. I told you, you've got to have a pastor that's, that, that understands your wilderness journey. You've got to have a pastor that understands your wilderness journey. Some of you have been in witchcraft. I've been there. Get that sage out your house. Come on now. And feathers and got Christians to practice this. If it ain't you, you probably know somebody that does. I was driving behind somebody yesterday. I took a, a, a license plate right there. I was right in front of me. Their license plate said Wicca. I mean, bold, just this what? That's a witch. I mean, it, it was Wicca. <laughs> Wicked. But they bold with theirs. So she turned, I'm behind her, she turned, she's looking through the mirror, I'm looking at her. I ain't crazy, I ain't afraid. Y'all scared. Here we go. Here we go right here. A close friend or a close friendship is willing to assist with the life goals of the other person. A close friend is willing to assist with the life goals. Now, if you know I got life goals, we obviously been conversing. Okay. See, we don't make no mistakes. I don't want none of the young people who want to get married. Don't make no mistakes. You don't have to make no mistakes. You're hearing the right thing. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. Okay, here we go. Here we go. But if you're already in it, I'm going to help you too. Okay? I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Here we go. A close friend is, listen, a close friend is interested in making sure, uh-oh, that their friends succeed. I mean, who is actually caring about your success? Hello? A good friend, a close friend cares about your success. I got scripture to back up all of this. Amen. All right. Hey, you got that right. Because mm -mm. they might not believe the preacher. Mm-hmm. No, but you better take heed. Okay, here we go. Oh, and, and like I said, that doesn't have to be for a married couple. That's going to be two close friends. Amen? Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Ooh, I got real life people in here. Okay. <laughs> a close friend is interested in making sure that <laughs> their friends succeed. That doesn't have to be for marriages. This can be, you know, you know, for me and Tony. Oh, me and T, Minister T. We could, we could do that. We could ensure that. When people tell uh, me that they are friends, here we go. Y'all right. be careful. Y'all tell me y'all friends. Hmm. I watch how you talk. 
I watch how you interact with each other. And not only that, I watch how you interact with other people. I'm a shepherd. I've watched how you interact with other people. I don't got to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Amen. Say, John, I, I watch how people interact with you. Uh, or the lack of it. I watch how you, how they, yeah, I watch how people interact with you. Uh, I watch how they interact. Hey, sir. I'm watching how they interact with you. These are people who said they are friends. Didn't say friends with you, but friends. If you're a friend, then you show yourself friendly at all times. Not just select. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. When people tell me, yeah, that's what I do. Uh-huh. Watch how they do. It tells me a whole lot about their personal relationship. So how you interact. It tells me a lot about your personal relationship, how I see you interact with other people. Mm. Y'all get that? How many of us can say, I'm here to help you with your life goals and don't want anything in return? How many of us can actually say that? I want to help you with your life goals. That means I'm going to invest time. I'm going to place value on on your life and what you're doing. Isn't that something? All right, teacher, I'm almost, okay, hold on, let me get this. Woo. Yeah, all right, I like that, Joseph. Woo! I'm, send them in, Lord, send them in. All right. <laughs> I need that. Okay, there we go. Um, also, a close friend will help you through your tough times. They said the Bible says it's a friend for adversity. Man. And help you with tough time. Really show you who your friends are. Tough times really show you who your friends are. Yeah. And a friend, y'all stop all this bestie and stuff. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. See, when you say that, you'll allow no one else to come in. And it should be harmonious. If I'm friends and you're friends and you and I have Similar interests and goals and likes. So the other person who is your friend will have the same thing. So they will fit in really good with our friendship. Now it's enhancing what we are. If she can't blend or he can't blend, there's something wrong with our goals, our our values. Something's wrong here. Because I consider you my friend. We have the same interests. We, we like the same kind of things. Not the, you know, you don't have to like red and I like red and you like blue. It's not that. You got to break it down like that to those people. Okay, here we go. All right. Mm. You, you want to keep friends for a long time. You'll keep friends for a long time. The longer you keep them, the more valuable they should become to you. Yeah. Woo! The more valuable they should become to you, the longer you keep them. Yeah. Like the longer you husband and wife stay together, the more valuable you should be for each other. Oh, good. Okay, we can worship God on another level now. Okay. 
Ooh, it was good, just me. But you and I together, oh, we're going to tear the house down. All right. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, I want people, when they see you, I want people to be happy to see me. <laughs> I don't want people, when I see, they, they're not happy to see me. Oh, Lord, here they come again. Oh, I got to put on now the fake Christian smile. That's what we do. I want you to be happy. Your person will be happy to see you. All right? She'll be happy to see you. They don't want to hide from you. Nothing's more important than a good friend. Jesus said in 1824, Proverbs 1824. Come on. Let me, I'll go there. Go ahead, put it up. Jesus saw friends more important than family. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's right, God did. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 24. The man of many friends, a friend of all the world, will prove himself a bad friend. Mm. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Brother. A friend that sticks closer than your blood brother. Woo, the Bible says that. I know that to be true. Y'all ain't even ready. They run it. Okay, here we go. Uh, Pro- Proverbs, uh, no, go to Psalms 2710. Psalms chapter 27 at verse 10. Although my, my father and my mother have forsaken me, mm. yet the Lord will take me up, adopt me as his child. My goodness. That, that is something to ponder on right there. Yo, yo, so read that again. Although my father and my mother have forsaken me, yet the Lord will take me up, adopt me as his child. Now that's a hard one, ain't it? If you be real, that's a, that's a hard one. You know, it's adoption or whatever. So parents turn it back on their kids or whatever abuse. But look at that. God said, I will adopt you. Abba. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. Keep good relationships. The more, the better. Remember, what you need is in someone else. Mm. Men for thee, people for thy life. That's Isaiah 43, 4. The highest level of friendship is intimate friendship. The highest level. Of friendship is the intimate friends, intimate friendship. This is the deepest level. Now, this level of friendship is committed to developing each other. Mm-mm, I'm not going to ask you who got one of them. The highest level of friendship is, listen, it's intimate friendship. This is the deepest level. This one is committed to developing each other's what? Character. Oh, y'all not. We're not there. Are we there? Who could find one? Mm. This is where you start to deal with a person's inherent nature. Did you know (laughs) character is formed by conflict? 
Oh, come on, oh, teacher. Yeah, you felt that one. Woo, uh-huh. <laughs> this is good. Character is formed by conflict and it's exposed by conflict. Mm. Intimate relationship. Listen to this. Intimate relationship will have conflicts. Mm. She's deep. She's thinking. She's in deep thought over there. Stay with me, y'all. We're almost there. Okay. Okay, teacher. This is where you start to deal with people inherit. Listen, nature. This character is formed by conflict and exposed by conflict. Intimate relationship will have conflict. Conflict doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Conflict means dispute, disagreement, or difference of opinion. I don't see divorce in there. Mm-hmm. A person who's intimate with you, uh-oh, can flat out tell you. They can flat out tell you off. Oh yeah. Okay, I, I thought I would get it. Oh yeah. A person who's intimate with you can flat out tell you off. You acting crazy. That's dumb. And stupid. What were you thinking? Are you my friend? I thought we had the same goals and interests. And then in the same breath, buff out laughing at you. And you laughing too. See, y'all ain't intimate like that. Y'all ain't intimate like that. Y'all offended. Y'all get mad. You get mad. This is told you everything. That outfit does not work with you. You mad and upset. You didn't speak. Okay. I'm just telling you. A person could tell you off, tell you everything. You you know that was just dumb. That was just, why did you even do that? And then you can sit there and laugh at it at the end. Both of y'all laughing. (laughs) Girl, you was right. (laughs) I was, that was, that was dumb. What was I thinking, you know? That's a good, that's an intimate friend. That's not a close friend. That's an intimate friend. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay, here we go. That person loves you so much that they want you, listen, they, they don't want to lose something that's valuable. See, that's a, that intimate friend, they, they know they value, they know the value of our relationship. That's why I feel free. I can say what I need to say. Okay. All right. All right. Some of y'all married can't say what you need to say. I am free. There you go. Okay. He said she does. Okay. Listen to this. Listen to this. You want to lose you. You don't want to lose you value. That's valuable. That's a good conflict. Wouldn't you say that's a good conflict? First, intimate relationships have freedom to correct each other. It is a beautiful thing. I always go back with Jonathan and David. I mean, this, this is Jonathan. That's King Saul is his father. That's trying to kill me. Y'all be like, no, nah, I'm not your friend. They were such close friends. They changed their armor. They exchanged their armor. See, we don't understand what that really means in that friendship. And then he got the Bible perverting or people perverting it, talking about they were homosexual. That's a lie. You've heard that. 
because you don't understand the culture and when they exchange their armor. And it's, see, we just dumb. We just don't do it. We don't do it. <laughs> Pervert everything because we don't go back to where we need to go. I'm almost done, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. I'm almost done here. <sighs> yeah, freedom to correct each other. Intimate friends confront each other without fear of losing that person. Not a doubt in your mind. Look at that. Married people, y'all need to learn this one. Just because your, your spouse confronts you doesn't mean that they don't trust you. Uh-oh, yeah, doesn't mean they don't trust you or like you just because they confront you. The confrontation bothers you because whatever they were confronting you with, you don't have in you. So your response, it shows the lack. <laughs> That's right, of my character. You're asking me to produce something that is not in me. So my next point of reference is to be angry. Put you down. Get mad. Withdraw. Okay. All right. Yep, don't talk to you. That's the worst one right there. Here we go. It just shows the conflict shows your character. Shows the it shows where you are. And it shows you exactly what you can need to fix. But we won't fix it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Doesn't mean they don't like you. That she is. Oh, and this is the other one. She's not or he's not your enemy. That's what we haven't done. We haven't established that in marriages, that you're not the enemy. Our, our enemy has no flesh or blood. Okay. That should establish that you don't have, that's not your enemy. Now, you, your enemy is the influencer. You need to know, go behind the scenes, what's influencing. It's just character building. That's what happens when husband and wives, and they confront each other, whatever. It's character building. Okay. They don't want the character building. This is why it hurts so much. Because it's character building. This is why it hurts so much. <laughs> Teach somebody. All right. He's putting pressure on the part of my character that's missing. Or she's putting part, on the part of my character that's missing. Yeah? Okay. With this, intimate friendships have to be open to being vulnerable. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No one likes this one. They don't want to be vulnerable. You can't repent then if you're not vulnerable. Nah, you can't. No, you can't. Because you're not open. You're closed off. Mm. No one likes that, I told you. This is where God's love must be presented. Love is making yourself vulnerable to a person. This is why love is 100% faith. Mm. Because love works by faith. Love is 100% faith. Vulnerability. The quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or hurt or harmed, either physically 
or emotionally. Woo, vulnerability. See, that's what God does when he gave us his heart. He became vulnerable because he knew that you would turn from him. You wouldn't listen to him. You, you wouldn't do all these things, but he gave you his heart anyway. He's vulnerable. And he's the epicenter of love. So he's where it emanates from. So he feels way more than you feel. He hurts way deeper than you do. Okay. Isn't that something? Teacher, I, I, I guess I better bring it to an end. Yeah? Okay. This folks is like, man, I'm ready to go. It's quiet. Y'all all right? <laughs> I mean, you got the whole rest of the day. God is good. I got more, but uh, I'm going to stop right here. I got a few more pages. We're going to close it out, but I like, I like this relationship thing. This relationship thing is going to help us. It's going to help us with God. It's going to help us see God. Said true love is with God and man. See, we, we keep getting, try to get this one right, but we get this one wrong with each other. True love is with God and man. So we got to get the and man right. Amen. Hey, teacher, I'm going to stop right here. I did good today. I stopped. You did extraordinary with your time, Pastor. I wanted to go about two more hours. <laughs> did we learn anything? Are you really willing to grow? Mm. That's the question. Are we willing to grow? We hear a lot. And uh, a lot of times when we hear the word of God, we can quickly place someone else where they need to improve in the word. But we don't, we don't place ourselves there. And I was um, getting to the kind of gist of that with doing the teaching, is that some of us are responding or have responded to the teaching, placing someone else in the need to improve in a certain area. And if you're not placing yourself in there and being excited about you changing, there's not going to be change. So this is a real true moment. I need you to place yourself in the word that you're hearing. Don't place anyone else there. Amen? Um, wow. Wow. This is a side note. Uh, Pastor spoke about it where two or three are gathered together. Uh, Christ is in the midst of. And with the two being gathered together, I, I, I'm, I was hearing some things, and I just want to share a few things with you because I want us to be able to really come out of tradition, come out of this falsity, come out of where we think we're at in our relationship, because if you've been coming here to this ministry at any uh, amount of time for at least probably two months, I'm sure you'll probably agree that you've heard more than or learned more than what you've learned being a Christian for X amount of years. Because this ministry 
ongoing goal is to snatch out all erroneous teaching. Amen. It is to eradicate any falsity. It's for you to get you to really face yourself, not the other person, because you have no control over someone else's growth. You are only responsible for your own growth. We want you to see that there is no impossible place that you can achieve or, or what you desire to do. Because desire, I heard um, Minister Brandy speaking about desire. And she is an aspiring minister in case people are like, what's going on here, all these ministers? Um, and I'm always answering spirits in case before they begin to ask. Um, is that what is desire? And this is what we don't have when it really comes to the word of God. Desire means that, one of the meanings of desire is that you are bent in a certain way. You are bent to. You're, you're bent to go only that direction because that's how you're bent. That's how you're molded. That's how you're made. You're, it, is a, it is a intense, desperate want, desire. So to be delivered from something you have to not just want to be delivered. You have to desire to be delivered. Because desire means that you have bent your mind and your heart is bent that direction of thought. You can't think anything other than that because that's what your mind is bent towards. See, but our mind is not bent towards being delivered and set free. Our mind is not bent towards loving in spite of... That's desire. Desire is a very deep word. It means to take action to obtain. It means to take action to obtain. Once I'm bent a certain direction, then I am going to take action to obtain what I desire. Okay, you say you love me. You say X, Y, and Z. You say you're going to serve God with me, but you're not bent. See, there will be action because you're going to take action to obtain what you're saying. Desire by itself is a whole that is action and desire. It drives you to the place that you're desperate to be at. The question is, how desperate are you for where you want to be? See, we get too easily tired. We get tired, we get frustrated, we get irritated for the things that we say we want in life. I'm talking about that, that's God because to agree, Pastor, means, see, when we talk about marriage, Pastor, I, I love this because this is the only way that you should be at the altar. Because it's already set on. We have, before we come together at the altar, we have already agreed to the end of our entire life how it's going to be. See, this is why it won't be a divorce because, because of this. The same thing that when you do Romans 10, 9, you do the sentence prayer, is that you committing to live this life 
for the rest of your life. See, because you have an eternal, there is a reward in that, and you have committed yourself. So you don't come to the altar. See, you have committed yourself to a certain way of life already. I'm committed and I'm ready and I'm, see, I have prepared myself for the battle. Because marriage can be beautiful or it could be destruction. It has beauty and it also has destruction. In or distraction. This is why I should take, okay, but okay, let me get behind the podium because it'll make me go too much longer. Okay. Stand right here. <laughs> so when you say that, I told, I told T and Brandon this the other day. I said, my relationship with you is like my covenant with my husband. I know y'all can't relate to that. You know why? Because I'm already at the intimate part of our friendship. See, and, and it's the goals and everything that Pastor was saying. See, and this is why I do feel like I can say anything. And, and from the very beginning, we're, we're, we're saying, hey, we don't make disclaimers. You don't have to say, well, I, I hope you don't feel this way because of X and Y and Z. Because we mature. See, and in a marriage, there's not maturity. This is why I have to hold back what I want to say. Because if I say it, it's going to be an argument. We talk about the goals and, and, and it's, it's about your life. Why is someone in your life? Why are they there? You have to have a purpose and clear vision. At least know that you have a purpose if you enter into my life. Because I'm going to call you up for your purpose. And it's going to be too exhausting if you're not ready to live on purpose. <laughs> so then you can't be around me. Because now you're going to think I'm, th I'm better. I think I'm better than you. Just because I want to go somewhere. I want you to go too. Character, this is the last thing, because pastor's telling me, come on, I just got to build. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and be obedient. Character. This is dealing with your mental and your moral state. I got a big thing with the mentality, where we are mentally. And we don't do those types of consideration where a person is mentally nor ourselves, which means that it's going to be a, a lot of poor decision-making. Then we have no ethics. Then we talk about character. I was talking to the pastor, and I, do, I will end here because I'm going to give you my book. I was talking to the minister in the back, and I said this. He mentioned to me, conversation and immediately I said that's a character flaw yeah. I said not only in that person but in you and that person and that person and that person 
Because we forget where we, how, see, it's easy to see or know what someone else doesn't do. But I need us to see ourselves first. Otherwise, it can't, you're not really even in a position to bring it up, not, at least not to me, because it's a character flaw. But it was good, because it shows the character flaw that's within this ministry. And it is integrity. And with most people, integrity is always found at the heart of money. Have some ethics and values. See, this is character. I prize myself on my character because my character says who I am. No matter how you try to say that I am because of how you feel and your mental state, I know my character. And my character is what I say is the absolute truth. It's going to be the exact. If I say what I say, I meant what I said. And I'm, I'm going to do exactly what I said. My only thing is this. I said my only reason and excuse of not doing what I said is that I am in the emergency room. In a semi-coma, because I can't even, see, I'm not even aware to even make the call because I am very concerned about my word when I speak my word. But we're not that. We blow it off. We blow off what we say to each other. And we're calling up your character. Amen. Amen. That's my conclusion of the whole matter. Now, this is time for, I really hope that today that you really have received then grabbed the word of God because when you come to walk a ministry, what you're going to learn is that there's something about me that still needs to be perfected. No, more, no matter how we grow, see, but we get so, ministers, please come up front. We get so frustrated about, oh, is something wrong with me? It's always this, now it's something else. It's always going to be something else because you're in your flesh.